up high up and high Sweet ganja, baby. Come wake my body, I take my mind away, yeah. We are live. Everybody Welcome get down stoners. and do the glue. Just like the cover to of another my episode of I'm Too F and High. I'm your high host, James Mastriani, and I am very excited to have you guys here. I'm excited for this show. Um, I'm high. I'm, I'm hot. I'm very hot. My apartment's very warm. I'm trying to come off of uh, nicotine right now, DJ Blue Dream. I'm trying to quit nicotine. Um, so I am in a, uh, a bunch of different uh, head spaces at the moment. Um, but I feel good and I'm, I'm excited. Nice. We've got two really great guests. Uh, We're doing good. I can't wait. That are, uh, some, some high comedians that are ready to do some comedic challenges. If you don't know what this show is, if you're not familiar with this show, um, this is the show where we get comedians high on cannabis to prove that marijuana makes everything funnier. That's the point of the show. Uh, it's our it's our attempt to normalize cannabis, uh, do our part to continue to normalize cannabis uh, through the language of comedy. We do uh, podcasts, we do live streams every Tuesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Um, and of course, with me as always is uh, my right hand man, DJ Blue Dream. Hold up, smoke weed every day. Smoke. Uh, how you doing, James? Good, man. Good. How you doing, DJ Blue Dream? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm about to get about to get a little high. Really excited about this episode. Yeah, me too. Funny people. Yeah. yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, they're high. We're high. Hopefully, you're high at home. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not at home, wherever you're at, you're high. Um, in your car. In your car. Flying a plane. Whatever yeah. you're doing. But hopefully you're wearing a mask if you're in public. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's fine if you're operating heavy machinery or a vehicle. Yeah, but yeah you know, be considerate. Yeah. yeah. Um, DJ Blue Dream, why don't we um, introduce the audience to our guests? Did yes, I say sir. that right? I'm really mm-hmm. high. Did I say it? You did. It... You did. Okay, great. Or introduce our guests to our audience. No, that'd be Either way. That would be meeting the audience and then telling our guests, hey, this is Kevy. <laughs> this is, yeah, I think that's wrong. Anyways, our guests, our high comedians who are here today, um, both very, very funny LA comedians. Glad to have them on. First time on the show. First time, not last time, hopefully. Definitely first time. Uh, please welcome Jared Goldstein and Katrina Davis. Stop and hit the ball like teaching jungle sale takes from here to Hong Kong. So roll, roll, roll my joint. Yeah. Oh. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Hey guys, how are you? Uh, Katrina, did you just figure something out? It felt like you just figured something out. 
Well, he was playing the song and it said, roll that joint. I was like, I do have a joint, but I'll save it for later. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, that's a fun thing to figure out, though, to realize that you have a joint. What a, what a fun thing. I don't always have joints. I got them for the show. So it is kind of exciting that I have them. Oh, nice. Um, I love that. Well, we're, we're already talking about it. So let's go into greater detail about it uh, with you first, Katrina. What, so, so what is your relationship to cannabis? Um, so I love weed. I think it's super righteous. I smoke pretty much every day. Um, okay. And I'm not like with my parents on a trip. I think that's like the most time that I don't smoke. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I pretty much probably am. when you need it the most. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's actually there's a really fun story about that actually, but no, it's a uh, it's been like a pretty awesome part of my life for at least the past like decade or so. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, I normally smoke flour and sometimes edibles, but mostly like that for like more anxiety shit. But like just for like fun, it's like yeah. I mostly just smoke both, but I do like Jay sometimes. And I got a fancy dusted one today that I used to like think was too much, but they're pretty awesome. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I love dusted with, with Keith. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I used to buy the regular ones and I was like, no, that's like, I'll get those for like my birthday. And then I got them one day and I was like, this <laughs> is amazing and perfectly fine. So now they're like my walk Jays. <laughs> Every day's your birthday now. Every day's your yeah, birthday. Yeah, exactly. Smoke weeds like it's your birthday. That's the lesson there. <laughs> um, well, welcome, Katrina. So, so glad to have you. How, you. how, so our audience knows here, how, how high are you right now on a scale of one to 10, would you say? Uh, yeah, on a scale of one to 10, I'm probably like a five. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I might smoke a little bit right. once we get going. We'll see how hard this is. Okay. But no, I feel pretty good. <laughs> Love it. Five is good. Five is, it, yeah. it's a good, it's a good starting point, you know? Like, I feel good, but I got nowhere to go but up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's a that's that's optimism. I like that. <laughs> um, awesome. Our other guest today, Jared Goldstein. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Hi, hi. How are you? Good, good. So, same same question, Jared. What uh, what is your current relationship with cannabis? Where are you guys at right now? Uh, my current relationship is uh, casual. We are nice. open. Oh. <laughs> we don't like okay. labels. I like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am Polly for Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Polly for Coke. So wait, if you're in a relationship with weed and so coke, funny. is that would that be what would that be called? Would that be a I'm the bottom. Poly? I know what you're getting at. Who's the top? <laughs> Who's the bottom? <laughs> Okay, thinking coke is the clingy one. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Coke does not stop texting. Yeah. No, Weed's coke is chill. everyone's top. We all bottom yeah. the coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no way coke could bottom. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't catch coke. Coke is too quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, that's, that, that's my current relationship. It's very casual. I don't smoke regularly. Um, I, I'm the kind of person who smokes like once a year. And then when I get high, I'm like, I love this. Why don't I do this more? This is incredible. And then oh, like yeah. maybe I'll smoke two more times that week. And then it just sort of phases out again. Um, 
but uh, I, I used to smoke more regularly, uh, like in college. Okay. Nice. Marty, smart girl. We got a college guy. I used to smoke more in college, and I, I loved it then. Although I will say, the first time I got high, uh, it was laced with I don't know what, and my friend Ooh. almost died. Holy shit. Yeah, the first oh time I God. ever smoked, we were, uh, this was like in New York. We were like smoking on a dock for no, like, this is so ridiculous. It was like late, we were on a dock, we're smoking weed. Like it was like a drug, you know? And we were like freshmen in college. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I just noticed that I was getting like so insanely intensely high. Everyone's voice started to sound like this. They were like, uh, oh man. And I was like- I was and it it, do you, it was is that like a thing it totally could have been i yeah. bet you it could also it it feels like it could also have been opium maybe uh i know that's freaking crazy i've known a couple people that that's happened to as well so that my that everyone's voice turns into that and i'm thinking it's normal because i've never right. smoked weed before and i'm right. like oh, people are crazy God, no people way. smoke this like, every day get mcdonald's this is wild that's wild uh and then like maybe a minute later but it felt like an eternity uh my friend he goes he faints he goes rigor mortis oh. and, and he like like a plank hitting the cement it was Did he so have a seizure or something? um no because he passed out and then he was like out and then he came to and then um and then we just spent the whole night like clinging to each other for dear life. Like it's just, I, I was shivering all night. Like we were outside in the cold, so it was cold. We go inside, but for the whole night, for hours, I'm inside. Like what trying the- to get warm. That was not weed. It was so crazy. That was my no, first time ever smoking weed. I just so. want to do a that disclaimer for your show that that was not weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no, something just, uh, in there. Any, yeah, any first timers here. Um, that is nuts, man. That is, uh, first of all, it's amazing that that's your first experience and you ever came back to weed. I feel like my trust would be so fucked up from that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why that, I think that's why I've always had like a, like a distance from it because beyond that, like I've also just had like paranoid trips that are like, God fucking damn it. You know, when you realize you're paranoid, you're just like, Oh, absolutely. Fuck. Like, because just realizing you're now paranoid I have to doesn't fight make my you... own brain. Yes. Yeah. All night. Yeah. I've like, I've like lost a friendship over a paranoid. <sighs> we, we watched the Kardashians. It wasn't my idea. I was making fun of, <laughs> I was making fun of the Kardashians the whole time. I was like, this is not good content. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't support mm-hmm. this family. And my mm-hmm. friend was like, <laughs> taking it really personally because we were both high uh-huh. and then uh-huh. we literally like the, he was da- she was dating my friend at the time and they were also about to break up but aside from that like it was i truly never saw her again she was like a close friend of mine came over weed and the kardashians wow done. wow done but you know what though like I don't know. Only you could Jared argue. could bring this much drama to smoking weed. I do <laughs> like, For real? Oh my god! <laughs> this is like a like a like an ABC procedural drama about marijuana. 
like, my friends and I were on docks and they all got alcohol poisoning and one of them almost slipped into the water and drowned. And I was high being like, see, this is why I smoke Heineken's and just, <laughs> Heineken's and just like super chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, also though, you know, you could argue maybe Jared that like that relationship was not going to work out anyways. And cannabis helped speed the process up of just ripping the bandaid off and then, and, and helping you get to a place mm -hmm. where you guys were like, no, no, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't fit. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Drugs You're definitely exactly right. have You're like, exactly right. drugs have definitely helped me like shed absolutely societal bullshit and let me just been able to say like one time I was high with like someone who is now one of my best friends but yeah. at the time we had just gotten to know each other and I was really close with this girl who was very very toxic but in this really weird silent way that like no one else knew about and so we were in my car high as fuck and I was like <laughs> I don't know man I was like like everybody likes her and at the same time, we just went, but she's so mean. And we were like, oh my God. And it was like the best ever. Because I was like, I always say that and no one believes me. And she was like, I always say that and no one believes me. And we're just like, we're not crazy yet. It was the best That's, ever. Right. I love that. Because we you like, guys are on the same bar. level. You're on the same level. You're, yes. you know, there's some sort of, I love that. And it was like, um, I, knew I agree. It. I knew it. It was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best yeah that's so funny it's I'm always great when human beings and name names okay Katrina <laughs> stop it no it's like old it's like old old shit <laughs> it's always nice when human beings can come together on their mutual hatred of another person yes <laughs> <laughs> not even hatred like straight up borderline fear <laughs> fear oh fair fair um <laughs> that's great um guys it's so great to have you here this is this is already such a blast wait Jared, i'll hire you um i would say like i'm at a five or six on the ride oh yeah yeah. Good question. I, but I would also say, like, on the poop scale, I'm at, like, an eight. So we may have to take a break at some point. <laughs> if one of the games has, like, turns, maybe I can go twice, and then he can do yeah. his twice. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm very quick, so no worries. It would have been funny if you hadn't told us and you just tried to pass it off. Like, when you were in your bathroom and you, were just, and you just didn't let us know. Suddenly we're just pooping the whole for time. a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, poops, the poop scale is not our show. That's not our, that's not our trademark. Uh, yeah. That's our competitors. That's, that's, I'm too effing constipated. I'm too <laughs> you have not done the SEO for that. <laughs> The prep yeah. for that show is awful. Like They're when they ask you Twitch. to be on it. <laughs> um, awesome. Guys, one of the things we're going to do throughout this episode um, is we are, um, one, we're going to keep an eye on uh, whether Jared is pooped or not. Uh, <laughs> and then two, we'll be doing some comedic challenges in, in between conversation and such. Um, and one of the runners that we're going to do throughout is a segment called uh, DJ Blue Dream. You ready? Let's mm -hmm. see. 
You ready for the sound effect? <laughs> sure. Here we go. <laughs> Stoned stand up. Stand up. Stoned. There we go. Stand up. Stoned. Stand up. Stoned. Stone stand up. Stone stand up. There it is. <laughs> um, it's always good, like. DJ Blue Dream and I like we like to communicate. Uh, we embrace kind of the messiness of a of a stone show. We like to communicate with each other. Um, we don't need this to be smooth, right? We could just say like, "Hey, let's do a <laughs> let's do a sound effect." <laughs> I prefer. I, I mean, like it's... the transparency. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty transparent, yeah. Yeah. So how stone stand up goes is each each round, uh, you guys will be given a different prompt to do um, one minute of stand up on while you are we'll, stoned. We'll give you the first line of your of your quick set. You know, your little oh first one. Okay, great. You're I haven't done stand up so in five months, so I'm so excited. Jared's just so amped to tell jokes at all. I know, right? It's I don't great. do the prompts. I just do forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I blacked out. I just. So you know when you're gay and Asian, a boy yo 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 yoing. Boy yo 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 yoing. That's my whole set. That is my whole set. I imagine Jared. I imagine Jared. You doing that joke in like uh, Alabama, uh, somewhere in Alabama, like uh, yeah. <laughs> No, just because don't. then they would think Asian people say boy yo 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 yo. A weird yeah. like, new kind of uh, a new stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> there, prob- there, there might be like a someone on like the the blue collar comedy tour whose catchphrase is boy yo 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 right now. <laughs> but I also- boy, yo, yo. <laughs> But I love the idea of a grandma also like low key asking if her grandson is gay by being like, is he, you know, like a boy yo yo yoing? What are you even talking about? I will is say- he a pogo stick? <laughs> <laughs> that part, is that rude? That part kind of makes sense. One time I performed not in Alabama, in Western Massachusetts. And um. I did about an hour of boy yo yo yoing. <laughs> And then afterwards, this guy came up to me, this drunk guy came up to me and he was oh. like, he's like, okay, but like, really, they're like, are you really gay? <laughs> like he, like thought, he thought it was a bit. He thought that it was an hour long bit Whoa. that I was pretending to be gay for the jokes. Oh, for no. Oh, uh, Western like, mass. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gay. Like, I'm really gay. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Well, because now I... Because I feel like there's no way that you could ever see Jared do anything and think that he's pretending. So I feel like that person just seems so few gay people that he's like, this is yeah. a cartoon. He doesn't really. And it's like, yeah. oh, he's really, he's really yeah. like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You should know more fun people. He's pretty low key. <laughs> there's actually a picture of him on my Instagram. If you can, if you, if you're interested, uh, it's a very fun picture. We took a picture together, and it's yes, <laughs> very fun. I love it. Um, awesome, Jared. Let's start with you here. So, uh, your uh, opening line for oh, okay, is this Stone Stand Up? This is Stone mm-hmm. Stand Up right here. Okay. We're gonna start. This is the very first round of it, and we'll come back. We'll keep revisiting it. Um, your line is. Um, 
I tried meditating the other day, but apparently I can't even do that right. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Coming to the stage, Jared <laughs> Goldstein. So funny. Thank you. Hello, hello, Alabama. Great to be here. Uh, so this, this meditation, right? I, I tried it the other night and I can't even do that right. Boy, yo, 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 Everyone's laughing, they're dying. Their favorite comedian is doing the bit. Boy, yo, 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 yo. Okay, okay, everyone calm down. Okay, calm down. So I so I laid down to meditate and I and I and I laid there and I fell asleep. Boy oh yo 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 good night. Good night, Alabama. Give it up for your house crew. Love it. Was that I a love minute? it. That was great. That was perfect. 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 Was perfect. Um Katrina. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, I forgot the, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. So yours, uh, the prompt for your first line in your one minute set is, uh, we've gone so overboard with frosting that nobody appreciates a good dry cake anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, give it up for <laughs> Katrina Davis. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, great to be here online. Uh, you know, we have gone so overboard with frosting uh, that no one appreciates a dry cake anymore. You know, it's just like, where are my bun bitches at? You know what I mean? Like, where the good, like, you could just have like a nice pound. It's like, I, you know, maybe a muffin. Like, there's more to life than frosting. I just feel like it's indicative of how we try to sugarcoat everything in our lives. Sorry, now the high part's coming out. Um, <laughs> not a joke. I'm just like, listen to me. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> this is how all my jokes are. It's just me trying to rant, and that part's not funny, and then I evolve into something better. So you just heard the regular part, and that will be funny later. <laughs> I love it. It was all great. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, stoners. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you didn't know already, we actually do a live stream of our podcast on Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 p.m. And this Friday, August 28th, we've got a great one. We've got comedians Carl Tart and Chinadu Unaka coming in, and they are going to get high and do some comedic challenges, and we're going to have some fun with them. So if you want to check that out, tune in to I'm2FNHigh.com and check out the website. Um, so yeah, so, and, and we'll come back later and we'll do another round of stone stand up. But, 
uh, the prompt will be a little bit different uh, the next round. Um, but before we get to that, let's jump into, uh, we do this segment every single show. Um, this segment is called the hypothetical situation. So the hypothetical situation is basically you guys are high and I'm going to give you guys a hypothetical situation and you're going to act that hypothetical situation out together. Um, and DJ Blue Dream and myself, we will uh, help you at times and like come in and, and play off of you if, if necessary. Um, and uh, the theme, very poignant, very poignant theme. The theme is the United States Postal Service uh, is gonna be the theme. And uh, if you don't know why it's poignant, um, uh, the, the Postal Service is currently being taken uh, away by fascism, uh, Google it. And um, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you to do about it. I really don't know that uh, any of us as individuals can do about it, but um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's out there. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Uh, you guys happy about it? Or are you, are you uh, upset about it? <laughs> I support the USPS. Who's like, fuck the mail? No, I love mail. Yeah. It's great. I use mail all the time. Like even, I hate to like sound like uh, what people don't like to sound like, but I've been mailing things for years. Yeah. And I really feel like it's important. Um, it's my grandma's main means of communication. She refuses to text. Oh. Um, so... Yeah, it's we need old school text. Yeah, like I asked her to get text messaging, and she was like, "No," and I was like, "Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you, so <laughs> keep the mail so I can talk to my grandma." Come on, yeah. Come on. I mail my parents' birthday cards. They they okay, so don't want. They get upset between, if I don't physically mail one in time. Between. Oh, Jared's parents, my grandma, and millions of disenfranchised voters, I feel like we need the mail. <laughs> yeah, absolutely we do. Yeah. For, uh, even if we're going to do a quick top three, you know, I feel like yeah. that would maybe be it. <laughs> the, the boomer generation absolutely needs the mail. Uh, yes. they, they need that snail mail. They are only going to need it more yeah. In the next like ten years. Yeah. The yeah. Mail should be your shit. I'm always. I will say that I am always at the post office, and my friends are always like, "Why are you always at the post office?" And it's kind of fun. <laughs> Go to the post office. You get to pick out individual like your own stamps. It's better. Try it. It's fun. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of kitschy, right? It's uh, the post office is kitschy, and it, and it's kind of funny that you say that, Katrina. This is a is, is a perfect uh, segue into this first hypothetical situation here, um, which is that uh, the two of you are both um, experts at creating new stamps. Um, <laughs> you guys are famous for having created some really great legendary stamps like the Elvis Presley stamp or other stamps that I remember, uh, but I don't <laughs> right now. Um, and you are here, we have uh, three different pitches that you guys have sent us 
uh, for some new ideas for stamps um, that, that you're going to explain. Does that make sense? Sure. Yes. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we're, we're, we're presenting it to you two? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DJ Blue Dream and I are... Um, uh, DJ Blue Dream is the, is the new Postmaster General, and I'm his assistant. Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah, so you might say that Katrina DJ and I... Are the pitchers. Hmm? But yeah. wait, are we making up a stamp or are you telling us what the stamp is? I'll tell you what the stamp is. Oh, you okay. tell us? Yeah. That's and the then, part oh, okay. that So I you tell us you. and then together yeah. we sell it. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. Together um, you'll tell so, us why, okay. why you came up yeah. with that idea. Yeah, so like they tell us a thing and then we're like sharks. Yes. Totally. Yes, totally. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're two peas in a pod. Hey, exactly. <laughs> she did yeah. a class. <laughs> oh man. Well guys, uh, <laughs> thank you for thank you for coming here right. to uh, the uh, post the the main post office in the country. Uh, the number one post yes, office. Yes, welcome. Country. Welcome. Welcome. This Thank is, you for having uh, us. We're honored to be here. This is James, and I'm uh, the new Postmaster General, DJ Blue Dreams. Still keeping the DJ, although my position has changed. Uh, we're happy sure. to have you both. Couple peas in a pod to talk to us, <laughs> and we'll sort of bounce <laughs> off of you like a voice of reason, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <all right>. So. Um, <laughs> We have your pitches right here that you guys have uh, submitted via mail, fittingly mm -hmm. enough, for some new stamps. Um, so tell us about this. Tell us about uh, tell us about this idea to only put grandmas on stamps. Hmm. Um. Well, you know, Postmaster Blue Dream. I feel like <laughs> there are so many people in our lives that are important, and also grandmas. And mm. I think that this series will be a great way to highlight some of the unforeseen grandmas in our life, like uh, Dolly mm. Parton, who more recently, you know, became even more awesome by supporting Black Lives Matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, um, like that. I do Iconic. agree that this can be um, a, a, a political opportunity. Uh, to send a powerful message to our nation. Uh, for example, my grandmother was a homophobe, a known homophobe. And to put her on a stamp, send that out to the world, it's, it's a bit like retroactive cancel culture. Um, she unfortunately um. passed away before we could get her. But this is <laughs> sort of a way to, get her. to, to make okay. that happen. Beyond the grave. Wow. I see. So we, we, we're going to sort of use stamps like Twitter a little bit, where we'll celebrate icons, we're good, and we'll cancel grandmas who we don't like so much. But we'll do it via stamps. I like yeah. that. Uh, I, and I, I personally am, you know, I'm on board as well. I'm, I'm very, very online as the assistant to the Postmaster General. Um, I try to follow all the trends on Twitter and such. So, so I, I totally... Um, yeah, I, I, I see that vision for sure. Um, yeah, and I think honestly, picking some more famous grandmas could potentially help the post office with its underall problem, which is really just being more popular with youth culture. Like what would a Betty White stamp do for USPS, you know? Like we can really true. change the game here. Mm. That's true. 
Wow. There, there's nothing more wholesome, you know, there's than 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 a grandma or Betty White. Yeah. America loves wholesome. I I could I can think of I can name three famous grandmas right now. And yeah. they would be the the grandma from Family Matters. Oh yeah. The grandma uh, Sophia from um, Golden Girls. Sophia from That's Golden great. Girls. Mm-hmm. And um I I feel like uh cat like cat dog no, was it cat dog? Or was it did you say cat Rocco's dog? Modern Life? I think it was Rocco's Modern Life. His owner was a grandma, right? Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Rocco, Rocco, was in fact an indep- Rocco was, in fact, an independent wallaby that owned his own home. I do not know how on his salary, but I think you are thinking of cat dog. Cat dog. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. interesting. Or also courage, courage the cowardly dog. That's maybe what I'm thinking of. Cu- I couple, think that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. We're talking. I'm sorry, you guys. We're talking some real niche cartoons here. No, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I love that. It was a that was a horrifying cartoon. I, I remember it really haunting me. Yes, it's, it's a very yeah. fucked up shit. It was, eggs and shit. I was constantly upset that they weren't paying attention to his very obvious body language. It was just a very stressful <laughs> cartoon for me. It really seemed like the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, well, <clears throat> while, while we do appreciate a good conversation of cartoons here at the main post office uh, in the country, um, we do still have some new stamps yeah. that we got to yeah. un- unveil. And and, and tell, what what is the uh, you call it the super duper stamp? Mm. What is that? It's super glue. So you really don't want to um, kind oh. of you don't want to fumble with it. And oh. really, you know what? I think this one also is more of a fiscal move for mm. the USPS because there are people like my late grandfather who mm. would peel you stamps off of mail that has already been sent and then tape it onto new envelopes to reuse stamps. I've told him multiple times that that was in fact illegal <laughs> and what new stamps are for. And he told me that I was in fact mistaken. So I think that these super duper stamps could really cause at least a 10% increase in your sales. Yeah. Wow. These are really wow. going to help with, with voter fraud come the election. The super it's a big duper deal. Stamp, it's a big deal. The super duper stamp, it is going to stick and it's going to stay. And you are going to know that this vote is good. <laughs> it sort of is a testament to the resilience of the USPS. In that it is so, not going anywhere. What I am curious about that is, you know, on your pitch doc here, though, you have uh, a sort of diagram of someone using the stamp, and it, it seems like it still requires it to be licked before it can be stuck. But it, it is super glue. Yes. Isn't that going to be a problem for uh, customers? We have done some. Um, Christmas story Ralphie like testing with it that we are still working with, but it you should not children? be a problem. No, not at all. Um, everyone is of age. Um, oh. but 
just to give you a visual of I mean, what we're okay kind of we're using challenges okay. we've been working with. Um, just trying to keep uh, our elderly workforce and fight ageism. But um, yeah, no, we should have all of those kinks worked out. Great. Okay. Sounds, yeah. Um, now you guys also do have what you call stamps that refuse to be licked. Now, um, that is a part of a women's rights series um, <laughs> where you have to actually okay. log in, <laughs> enter your stamp data, and see whether or not you have a stamp that will, in fact, work. And you concede to the stamp, and then the stamp is like, and it appreciates it. And it says it's consensual stamping. Mail. It's consensual yes. stamping. Yes. That's beautiful. Yes. So yeah. I think that this is really something more that we're bringing to the attention of a demographic that maybe has missed a lot of the more recent conversations in terms of um, dealing with people in, you know, intimate things that also use your tongue. So this is kind of our intro into that world for I some like that. people. Yeah. And we will be expanding that. to envelopes. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh man great that was great you guys those were those are great pitches those are great pitches yeah honestly i can see that, that i can really see the cause for the grandma series i'm like i can see that being a really uh, <laughs> i mean that, I, I graduated in advertising like i really i literally paid to do oh. that <laughs> i paid to do that and get graded on dope. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had this, I've always had this, uh, like, high thought that it would be fun if they just replaced all the presidents and, and like, people that are on, on cash, and then just every year we do a lottery and just, like, one person gets to be on all of our money. Like, one random American <laughs> just gets to be on all of our oh. money. I think it should get voted as like the heroes that like you don't hear about anymore that would be on like rescue 911 and shit. It should be like <laughs> all of those people from the year before. So you'll be like, who's on the 20? It'll be like, oh, oh, that kid that saved three babies from a fire. And it'll He's be like that kid. Yeah, and like you that. get to keep it. And then like your grandma will save all the 20s from the year you were on it. It'll be a whole yeah. thing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That would be fun, right? Like, um, that would be super fun. You go to the ATM and like it's like you're you're on there, you know? Yes, because you know, because it's freaking America, exactly. So you know that people would rally together, and it would be like some kids make a wish, and he would get it, but then it would also be like the guy that ate the most bacon the year before, like he would <laughs> yeah. get on like the dollar, like it would be stupid. It would end up being like a time capsule. But I ate the or most like, bacon last year. Whatever year shenanigans. Right. Oh, and then, oh my God. And that's exactly what would happen too. Like the guy who ate the most bacon the year before would be like, oh, so now it's worth a dollar. That, that means <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's, they would that's make funny. it a part of the thing. So then like Hebrew National, you would get like 10 grand and you would get to be on like the 50. It would it be would, like, Drew and it would be this photo of him <laughs> yes. they would make it a part of like packages could you on, imagine like, like headshots 
on the on oh, money. Man. Oh, hundred oh, percent a head. Oh, like a headshot. Somebody with glasses they don't need. That's really <laughs> funny. You know, like the comedic glasses. <laughs> me, me, being, me being told to laugh. Yeah. On a dollar. Oh, no, yeah. You're, you're quirky. Or it'll be like it'll be like a nine-year-old named Grayson who's like <laughs> just you the know? worst kid. Oh my god! Wild if actors. I made a kid, it's like the worst kid. No, I wouldn't. I'm gonna be so mad if the first kid isn't like picking his nose or like didn't wear the nice shirt his mom told him to. <laughs> oh I'm yeah. So mad. Say that's I I that would make me so happy. I would I want that kid on my on my money. Um, I like it's that. Like a pop a popsicle, like the like stick from a popsicle stuck on his shirt in mm. the picture on my money. I yeah. want that kid mouth open, <laughs> just bre- mouth breathing <laughs> on my money. I want it. Um, we're going to do one more hypothetical situation here with you guys. Uh, and you guys are actually going to, uh, this is going to be the two of you. You're going to work together on this. So DJ Blue Dream and I will turn our cameras off in a moment. Um, and you guys are here to negotiate. And, um, Jared, you're here on behalf of mail carriers. Katrina, you're here on behalf of dogs. And... Uh, you're here to try to come to some sort of agreement so that mail carriers, the mail carrier community and the dog community um, can finally settle their differences and live peacefully. Does that make what sense? If, what if I thought that you meant men with COVID? <laughs> <laughs> so the mail carriers are... <laughs> mail carriers. Yeah. Wait, can you, you start actually start having a totally different conversation? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you actually re-explain it? Because I was just thinking about male carriers. <laughs> That's and I didn't really hear funny. You, you thought uh, of like four solid jokes that you were going to do. Male carriers, male carriers. Um, so basically, there's, there's, a, there, there's a famous riff that has existed between male carriers and dogs for, for generations. Um, and you and Katrina are here to represent each side to try to come to some sort of an agreement between dogs and mail carriers. Got and it. you're, you represent mail carriers and Katrina represents dogs. Okay, great. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to turn, I'm going to get out of here. And, <laughs> I uh, can't stop laughing about his headshot now. Hi. <laughs> That's going to be the new $5 bill. <laughs> That's the $5 bill right there. Yay! What's funny is I don't it, on on YouTube on the live stream that the cameras that are turned off don't show up so they have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh no. <laughs> That's funny. You guys, there's like an adorable picture of DJ Blue Dream where he looks like a clean shaven like yeah, I was about to say like a friendly lumberjack. Just like <laughs> how's it going uh, <laughs> i've never done anything wrong ever it's adorable sorry okay that's my typecasting friendly lumberjack okay sorry <laughs> so um i just want to thank you for coming and meeting today sorry for that in the background that's one of my colleagues um <laughs> I, I want to thank you for for being a good boy and sitting down with me today <laughs> and staying <laughs> you know, 
say i feel like you have had conflict for a really long time i am just trying to do my job which i think is a problem we've had is a huge uh breakdown barked out in communication um, <laughs> and i would like to try to clear that up today okay i'm open to it okay great um so uh one of the main points that um, is the biting I well i mean yes i want to start or is it the barking well I or is it the start... peeing is it the well, peeing on my boot well the peeing is more of an individual issue i think i want to start with more of the blanket mm. things and then we can kind of talk about some okay you know blankets are part of the pieces. problem because you won't seem to stay underneath yours but but let's do it. Well, I mean, that's another part is that I feel like we have been kind of put in a cage over this when really <laughs> you're the one coming into where we normally are. Mm. Um, with, I'm feeling very attacked right now. I mean, hey, you're barking up the wrong tree because <laughs> we're just here trying to really trying to resolve something um what i really wanted to start with was um the mail itself uh i think that there's something that gets um overlooked uh on your side a lot is uh the smells smells are a big thing <laughs> for the people that or the people the my representatives uh my constituents uh and, you know, you're bringing a lot of sense to the game. Um, and I think that that's something that maybe we could talk about some kind of like treat program or mm -hmm. something to kind of <laughs> alleviate that. Because I mean, we are who we are, you know, <laughs> and there's no way to get around the instinct of unfamiliarity um, and, you know, we want to know what's going on with those new papers. So I really want to know how we can get around that. Okay. I'm sensing um, that you and your constituents um, have a lot of trauma around the newspaper. Uh, it's no secret that many dogs have been abused by newspapers. <laughs> And while the, the mail company, which is what we're called, the mail company, while we have the utmost respect for that trauma, we also have um, a job to perform and a song to sing. <laughs> and that song is This Girl is on Fire by Alicia Keys. <laughs> Um, that is a pitch that we can, in fact, deal with. Uh, I'm really <laughs> glad that you brought up um, Alicia Keys. paper abuse. <laughs> I am also, yeah. as much as I love that you brought up Alicia Keys, 
I am also glad that you brought up um, the newspaper trauma. Okay, um, I'm just going to warn you. Um, I'm going to turn the air conditioning on. And I know that okay. uh, this can be upsetting to dogs everywhere. It's a loud, sudden noise. <laughs> I, I want you to just be prepared. No, that was very polite of you to respect my sensitivity. Um, <laughs> I do want to, yes, uh, circle back to, yes. yes, the newspaper and kind of thinking that maybe that would be a huge step in the right direction would be to get some acknowledgement on a large scale of, mm -hmm. um, you know, what uh, dogs have been through. I think, uh, I think a great place, come. I think a great place for us to start is our, um, is not through our differences, but through our similarities, specifically our shared enemy, uh, which is cats. <laughs> That's you know, the hypothetical <laughs> situation. That was fantastic. We did it. We oh, got man. out of there. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was excited to start from the ankle up on that. That was great. Yeah. That was so fun. That was so fun. I loved how, uh, how earnest you guys were. It was great. Uh, <laughs> now, Jared, I can't help but notice that you've moved location, and I know I, you yeah. were on the poop scale earlier. So, <laughs> are we? I was when he turned on the air conditioner. I was like, "Is he gonna have to? Is he gonna make me pretend dog through him pooping?" So help me. But it was just safe. <laughs> okay. Um, the the poop is staying where it is. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. Um. Well, if he would have got the dog, all bets are off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's hope it can stay for another six hours, because that's uh, that's how that's how many more comedic challenges we have. Um, <laughs> no, 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 just a couple more here. But this is great, you guys. You guys are. Um, uh, are you still high? You still feeling pretty good? Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sweating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put the air conditioner on. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's check back in with uh, Stone Standup, shall we? Yeah. Oh, a DJ oh my God. Dream. Also, I am high because I just realized what. Okay, yeah. I just had like, a time warp, so yeah. Quick high check in. I'm high as fuck because I was like, "What oh, yeah. time is it?" Blah. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> um, DJ Blue Dream, if you want to give us a sound effect. Um, when I say stump stand up? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check oh, back right. in with uh, Stone Stand Up. Stand up! Stone. There we go. Stand up! Stone. Stand up! Stone. Stone Stand Up. Smoke weed every day. So this time, you guys, you guys are going to do, you're each going to do a one-minute stand-up set as a fictional, a famous fictional character that, uh, that oh I give you. Um, <laughs> and um, Katrina, we're going to start with you here. You're going to go first this time. Um, okay. This is uh, Pinocchio's stepdad, Geppetto. Um, oh, what the fuck does he sound like? Okay, okay, I remember. <laughs> going. Does that make sense? Is it yes. all the Italian man? Yes. This is. Um, okay, this is funny. <laughs> all right. 
Please, everybody, welcome to the stage. You know this guy from all over. You've seen him. And uh, well, definitely, at least one thing, um, please welcome Geppetto. Hello. It is very nice to be here. I do not sound how people think I sound. <laughs> You know, it's hard being in a wood shop all day where people think you're a pedophile. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, they don't mean to be self-deprecating. Uh, I really do like my job. Um, but, you know, the splinters, boy, I tell you. Um, but, you know, out in the countryside, they never really tell you uh, how hard it is to meet people, you know? It's just like, my radius is up to 800 miles. I got nothing out there. I all I was thinking about was how I wasn't going to do a horrible racist accent. That's all An I Italian, think. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That was great. That was great. Um, and, uh, Jared, your um, character, your fictional character here is going to be um, Clippy, the Microsoft Word mascot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Doing, uh, doing one minute of stand-up. So funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you can't see it. <laughs> I, I did forget that this is not entirely a visual medium. That's all right. So the joke was worth it. There the are listeners that were perfect. Yeah. In the dark. Uh, oh my god. Uh, for podcast listeners, it was a great. Uh, the the joke was basically uh, written on a on a word doc. Uh, it was very. Very funny. It said it, it, it looks like you want to hear a joke. Yeah. Really, really great. Um, guys, before we do one last thing here uh, with you, we're gonna we're gonna check in real fast with DJ Blue Dream for DJ Blue Dreams Good Vibes Minute. I'm good vibes. She's not bad vibes. Bad vibes, get out of here. DJ Blue Dreams, good vibes, minute. All right, so I always share something that gives you a little good vibes when you're high. This is probably about the time if you started smoking or edibilizing right before the show when you're uh, when you're at that time when you need a little, little burst of good vibes. So I'm going to show oh, yeah. you a video that just makes me laugh every... It's one of the silliest things. Oh, it's just news readers showing a clip of a, a model uh at fashion week and they can't stop laughing and it's it's so stupid but oh yeah i've seen it here we go i'm so excited because i'm pretty high <laughs> 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 
How good? Okay, here. That looks exactly like my dad. I'm not joking. <laughs> what if this was your dad? Rob, this it, is Fashion Week over in... Okay, here we go with Katrina's dad. Rob, <laughs> this is Fashion Week over in Paris. The latest fashions are on the runway for next spring. But there was a problem out there today. One of the British designers' shows had the difficulty. A model fell down twice. That's her going down once. The young woman wearing that pink skirt and the orange platform shoes never quite recovered after that. There she goes. <laughs> that had to hurt. That was uncool. That's embarrassing. This is at least the second time. <laughs> well, you all are just really tickled by that, aren't you? You try walking in those shoes. Hey, first of all, baby, I got enough meat on me that it's all right. <laughs> Come we, on, we want to apologize. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you want Oh, he lives to do that to me. Now, see, y'all going to send your letter of complaint to me. He started, not me. He made me My laugh. bad. My bad. You're bad. What's your sports Oh, look, let me take the water away. I'm... Okay, that's it. That's it. It's just something about people who just cannot do their jobs because they're wheeze laughing at the silliest thing. <laughs> it's just no, they had a great time I do want to say time. that as, as a model myself, I do find that pretty insensitive. That's fair. Pretty hurtful. That's fair. From all of us in the modeling community. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. Um, also, same. Me too. Also, as a model, uh, super, <laughs> yeah. uh, super insulted. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like James el elbow modeling is like a whole separate like chain of bottling you know people don't think of it the same i feel like you're not you're not going to be in that situation probably yeah that's true that's very true um my uh but <laughs> my elbows they they stay they stay young forever that's the key um was that just like a case of just like contagious laughter or were they like I couldn't tell if there was an inside joke I was missing or if it was just like contagious laughter. No, I think they just like love seeing someone fall that much. <laughs> really? I think that's it. They, I, think that's I mean, it. I, that's why I was looking. I was like, am I being a dick by not understanding what's happening? It's like, no, she's definitely just falling and they're like wetting their pants laughing. Yeah, too much. Uh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's what it is. And I think it is one of those things where when once someone starts laughing at an inappropriate time, everyone else finds right. it, you find it funny, and then it's just bouncing back and forth. Or well, I also felt like that newsroom was my parents' living room, like, every time I visit them, where I'm like, what are you guys laughing at? And they show me something, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's funny. And then they just watch it like eight more times and talk about it all day. I'm like, it was not that funny. Like, I think they just really, they're just batting out on TV. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Because um, the lady was looking at them like, yeah, heels are hard. <laughs> Did you wrap also, it up? <laughs> they were like, oh, God. <laughs> that, that one clip brought out so many sense memories for you and your family, Katrina. I know, but they also look like they really needed that laugh. Both of them, like... Yeah. That that bald guy was doing, like, a I just got divorced laugh. Like, he hasn't laughed like that in a while. <laughs> like, I'll let him laugh at, like that totally. if I go all day. Yeah. That came from his pose. Like, he laughed so hard at that lady. Like, it was, like, a hard news yeah. week. That was... Uh, <laughs> that was that maybe that's what it was. That's what I need to understand. This is like yeah. the Eden where they were like, and they never found those fourteen children. Very, <laughs> and then he's like, "I've got a clip." Like that's what I need. I get it now. That that <laughs> context, yeah. Conte comedy is context. Context yeah. is comedy. You know. Um, that was great. Good vibes. Good vibes. Let's do uh, let's do one last round of Stone's stand up here. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, but this time, uh, um, you guys are gonna do one minute of stand up as something abstract. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> these might be a little bit weirder. Um, and uh, Jared, I'll start with you this time. And uh, you are <laughs> the emotion vengeance <laughs> doing Wait. one minute of stand up. Vengeance? Yeah. The oh emotion of vengeance. Can yeah. I turn my video off? I'm literally afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Please welcome the stage, Vengeance! <laughs> 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 it is I, Trump guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you So the thing about airplanes is <laughs> the middle seats. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs> oh, that's vengeance, everybody. That's vengeance. Oh man, like that guy's wild. That guy. Hey, vengeance. Awesome. Hey, Vengeance, what's up? Good to see you at the bar. Cool set, hey. cool set. Oh, hey. Listen, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Maine. Um, can I ask you something? Uh, sure. What, what, what's going on? Are you really vengeful? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm actually gay. You got me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, great callback. Great callback. And we got Maine in there. Fucking so burned Maine. We burned West Mass. We burned Alabama so, yeah. earlier. Yeah. We're 
We're taking down the union one state at a time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katrina, you are going to do one minute of stand up as, uh, this is so dumb, as a packet of ketchup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. Welcome to the stage, a packet of ketchup. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Very nice to be here. Um, you know, it's great to have like another year to like fire. I feel like I have so much potential. Uh, I started in the bottom of a Del Taco bag and I was in a drunk drawer for a while. Um, and so being here is fantastic, you know. Um, I've been worse places, you know. Uh, I do hope to get squeezed one day before it's too late, you know, like when I'm in my prime. Um, I mean, we all hope to make it to French fries, but as long as it's not anything fucking weird like somebody's feet, you know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Guess I'm going to go hope that I don't end up on someone's dashboard exploding in the sun. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, guys, this is great. This is great. Oh, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, so much fun. Great. How are you guys doing here at the very end? You got you got high. We put you on the spot. Did you have fun? Was yeah. it stressful? Are you are you glad you did it? You want to come back? Um, you don't have to answer any of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure. on everything. Perfect. I'm just glad that Katrina did not go rigor mortis and pass out. So I think this is a win. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my the fact that we've all maintained consciousness is a real <laughs> <laughs> The pie chart of when Jared has smoked weed. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, this was freaking awesome. I had so much yeah. fun. <laughs> this is a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. you guys. And thanks to our audience for tuning in. Katrina, is there um, uh, anything that you want to plug or any uh, where you want people to find you on the internet or anything like that? Uh, yeah, sure. You can follow me on like Instagram and my website and everything is the same thing. It's just Katrina Savad. It's just Davis backwards because there's too many Davises. It's not weird. Uh, and I'm doing like a bunch of stuff coming up, but I'm doing a charity show coming up that's going to be awesome. So if you want to follow me and check out stuff for that, you can totally do so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, how about you, Jared? Uh, you can follow me at Hey Jared Hey on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yeah. Hell yeah. Guys, we, uh, uh, we do this twice a week, Tuesdays at 6, Fridays at 6. We've got uh, this Tuesday, uh, comedian um, uh, 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 Pete Banifaz, uh, is coming on the show. Uh, so we're super excited to have him back and, uh, check out I'm tough and high.com for information on future shows or podcasts, um, episodes. Yeah. Thanks again for doing this. You guys, this is a blast. Yay. Uh, Yay. Thanks, thanks for having us. So 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 thank thanks, you. Guys. Love you.
Great to see you, Katrina. Love you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, audience. Bye. Have a good one, guys. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time. Then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot, Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're, you're here to, to believe, believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.